Vox Quick Hits. It's Today Explained. I'm Sean Ramos from On Thursday, Chinese diplomats met with Biden diplomats for the first time in Anchorage, Alaska. Kind of like a first date. It was meant to be cordial. It ended up combustible. Two superpowers locking horns with the cameras rolling. Well, I'll continue the relationship metaphor. It's like two exes meeting after a really bad breakup. Alex Ward, one of the hosts of Vox's Worldly podcast. So you really had, with the cameras whirring, you had the U.S. side, which was Secretary of State Tony Blinken and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. And they started off with a, two minutes each, basically saying like, hey, China, you do some bad stuff. In Xinjiang, Hong Kong, Taiwan, cyber attacks on the United States, economic coercion toward our allies. To which the Chinese went on a roughly 18 minute plus just lecture about what they did not like about American Governance and foreign policy, such like, hey, you guys have racial issues. The challenges facing the U.S. in human rights are deep-seated. They did not emerge over the past four years. The slaughter of black people, the problem existed for a long time. You, you know, we're not the country going around the world starting wars and, and you know, that last decades. Hey, you guys have, you know, rampant economic inequality. And on top of that, your democracy isn't that great. You know, we're not going to listen to you. You know, we're not going to join this um, rules-based international order that America has been leading since World War II. We would like a new form of international politics. So to give you a sense of, like, how far apart they were, they can't even agree on, like, how the world should run, let alone their own disagreements between the two countries. And this is a problem when you're considering these are the two most important nations in the world, the two biggest economies, the largest by population, China, and the third largest by population, the United States. Two just huge players on the international stage. And if they can't even agree on how the world should run, in fact, that China may be trying to usher in a new global system, let's say. Well, that is huge. And we found out because this was all being recorded, not only audio, as everyone just heard, but video. Are these kinds of diplomatic meetings usually recorded and broadcast? So here's where I think there was a miscalculation on both sides. So usually when you have these diplomatic meetings, there can be what's called the camera spray. Like at the beginning, right? Or the opening remarks where they both say pro forma things like, you know, we look forward to tense but constructive conversations. And then the cameras are ushered out of the room and then the real talks begin. Where the miscalculation, at least some experts I talked to, you know, where happened is the U.S., again, used that camera opportunity to kind of go forth and, and get over its skis and say, you know, pretty clearly what it didn't like about China. The Uyghur Muslim concentration camps. Our intent is to be direct about our concerns, direct about our priorities, with the goal of a more clear-eyed relationship between our countries moving forward. Thank you for being here. Giving the Chinese the opportunity to respond, and they did. <laughs> the Foreign Minister Wang Yi said you don't welcome guests with sanctions, a reference to the blacklisting of 24 Chinese and Hong Kong officials in the hours before the meeting. I mean, there was an agreement that each, you know, there were sort of a two-by-two two meetings that each member would give two minutes, four total. Well, just one member of the Chinese delegation, the top Chinese foreign affairs official, went on for roughly 18 minutes. 
And so that's what led to the other tense moment, which was as the cameras were being ushered out of the room, you had Tony Blinken and Sullivan basically say, no, 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 no. Stay here. Stay in the room. Hold on one second, please. And Blinken gave a rejoinder in which he was like, look, we get it. There are problems with America. But what we've done throughout our history is to confront those challenges openly, publicly, transparently, not trying to ignore them, not trying to pretend they don't exist, not trying to sweep them under a rug. And sometimes it's painful, sometimes it's ugly, but each and every time we've come out stronger, better, more united uh, as a country. And so this was like an open airing of grievances that you wouldn't normally see. This kind of conversation would normally happen behind the scenes, but there was this plan to, for whatever reason, to air this all out in public. Where does it go from there? Well, then the cameras are ushered out of the room uh, and they get down to talks. Now, senior administration officials told me and others that, look, these conversations behind the scenes were intense, but they were substantive and we got down to work and it was fine and we talked about all these issues. The way the wording of this is like, you know, substantive, but tense and frank is is really diplomatic speak for like, it got real, (laughs) right? Like it got real, real behind the scenes. And that's normal. When countries are so far apart on stuff like this, usually the conversations get really, really rancorous behind the scenes. It is possible. It was totally cordial and and professional. And I'm sure it was for, for most of it. But when you're talking about emotional issues, like when you have Tony Blinken saying openly that what the Chinese are doing towards the Uyghurs is genocide, um, I can't imagine that when that issue came up behind the scenes that it went pretty well. In fact, Blinken and Sullivan on Friday after the two days of meetings ended said, look, it's no surprise that uh, when we raised those issues clearly and directly, uh, we got a defensive response. But we were also able to have uh, a very candid uh, conversation uh, over, um, over these many hours on, on an expansive agenda on Iran, on North Korea, on Afghanistan, on climate. Uh, our interests uh, intersect. So it gives a sense of like where the U.S.-China relationship really is, where the Biden administration is going to confront and compete with China on those sort of human rights top-level issues, but where there's areas of mutual interest, they might actually find a way to work together. What's the big takeaway from this meeting? Was it sort of a disaster? Was it a miscalculation? Was it a mistake to put all these cameras in the room in Anchorage? Or was it productive in the end? Well, I want to separate two things. We have roughly an hour of tape that we had at the beginning of these conversations. And then we have many more hours of private conversations that we're all not privy to. The private conversations, as far as we know, at least from the American side, as they say, they were tense, but they were substantive. They got down to work. They handled their stuff, right? The public one, that's not where diplomacy is done. That's theater. It always is theater. Usually it's pro forma, but in this case, I think there were audiences in mind. On the American side, we have Republicans who have been very critical of Biden, uh, even before he became president, but of basically being weak on China. Joe Biden's entire career has been a gift to the Chinese Communist Party and to the calamity of, of errors that they've made. They made so many errors. And it's been devastating for the American worker. So Biden's team is trying to go like, hey, Republicans, we're not soft on China. Look, we're lambasting them in public in our first sort of airing of grievances meeting. The Chinese, I feel, have an audience of one, which is 
President Xi Jinping. He is ushering in the more authoritarian system in China. He's trying to make China, if not the most powerful player on the world, at least number two, and really trying to dislodge the U.S. from the center of the global system. So, you know, she was certainly watching or, you know, got the readout and was like, good, my officials were really handing it to the Americans, like really giving it to them. So I feel like we need to keep that in mind. That is the theater and that is the reasoning behind all this. The one hopes that real diplomacy got done behind the scenes, but we should have no illusions. Like there are no real problems solved in Anchorage. It was just an opening meeting. Both sides are really clear about where they stand. And what we found is that they're just really far apart and there's anger about how far apart they are. The Biden administration is talking tough against China. Now the question will be, will they follow up the tough words with some tough deeds? That was an excerpt of Today Explained. To hear the whole enchilada and others like it, check out Today Explained wherever you check out your podcasts.